Slice Audio. It's time for Citizens Arrest! Citizens Arrest! Man, yeah. I missed you guys. It has Good been morning. a while, hasn't it? Yeah, like I think weeks? we flipped a week. We're three weeks away. Well, if this guy would stop taking tropical yeah. vacations. I was yeah. off in Florida, Cocoa Beach. Nice. Ron John's Surf Shop. Got to give them a little bit of a shout out. They let me use one of their boards for a few hours. It's pretty cool. <laughs> How, How much vacation time you? do you yeah. get? Uh, it was awesome. Down there, like I said, Cocoa Beach, Orlando. What else did we do? Orlando. Uh, no, Universal Studios. We went to there. That was nice. kind of cool. Wow. Saw some dinosaurs. What was it? That Jurassic Park ride? That was oh, pretty, that's cool. Cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool. What do you do at nighttime? What did I? Because well, you're not I was a big partier, there? so. Yeah, when I was down there or just yeah. generally I'm here? I'm always looking for ideas because I'm not a big partier. Oh, either. gosh. Down there. You know, we didn't do much down there at night, but uh, we did do something that was kind of cool during the day. We did something that's called Top Golf. Have you seen that? Oh, before? yeah. That oh. was kind of fun. Love that was unique. Mm-hmm. Did some Andretti go kart racing. That of was uh, electric go karts that were pretty quick, pretty mm-hmm. snazzy. Did you win? Uh, I didn't win. But maybe next time. There's always next time. Only the time. video games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Must yeah. have been their controls are screwed Out up. for a few weeks, and uh, now I'm back. So good. You guys are looking sharp. Thank yeah, you. looking real good. Fresh <laughs> One by the, the officer's barber shop, looking real yeah. good. Very good. Something, something like that. Yeah, but a home <laughs> barber. No. <laughs> so I was thinking about this last week before the snow thing came in this weekend. We've had a lot of missing kids lately, it seems like. Or mm-hmm. maybe maybe has it been the same amount, but you guys have kind of changed the way that you go about, like as far as publicizing it, social media, stuff like that. I would say it's probably more on the side of prioritizing our response to missing kids. Really making sure that if we get to a point where we exhaust all leads in trying to find a, uh, a missing kid... Whether they're missing or runaway or whatever the circumstances might be, there's still a kid that's un- unaccounted for. Mm-hmm. And we need to make sure that you know we're doing everything that we can as an agency and as a community to help get them home and where they need to be. So I think just reprioritizing the focus on once we run out of leads or we're, we're getting close to running out of leads, leveraging the, the public's help to be able to do that. Yeah. I think you guys do a wonderful job. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. You know, we've, we've gotten, you know, there's always going to be the negative feedback that You're you right. get on this stuff. You know, people on there saying, you know, why are you posting all these runaways? They're just going to do it again. And it, that may be the case, but still, they're a kid who is unaccounted for. And God yep. forbid something happens yeah. and we're not yeah. out there it, looking for them and using the resources that we have to try to yeah. locate them. Yeah, we want to do everything possible that we can early on rather than being behind the, the eight ball and trying to find them later. Well, imagine it, that being your kid. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So if you're that person scrolling through social media and you, you feel that you need to comment, like, you know, why am I seeing all these posts? A little tip, it's actually easier just to keep scrolling. Right. And you know, <laughs> yeah. if, if you if you know where the kid is, then help us. If not, then just keep scrolling. Yeah. I think or, people just do that because they're not in front of you. You know, they feel like they can say anything. Yeah, there's right. Mike Tyson yeah. isn't sitting in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, well, but I notice it too. On the other hand, too, is like the one time you probably don't shrug your shoulders and go, ah, it's just another runaway. Eh. That's the one time it's not just another runaway. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, and the the last thing we want is another. I mean, God forbid, situation like we had with Serenity. Or yeah, uh, you I know. think about her all the time. Yeah, so 
you know, would you rather see an extra social media post about a missing kid and have the opportunity to help if you might know where they are rather than, you know, seeing it devolve into that kind of situation? Do you ever have like psychics come in and help out with those types of things? We had a number of psychics reach out to the sheriff's office when they were looking for serenity. Really? Yeah. Like from all over the country. Really? Yeah. Wild. Do you... Did they know anything? I mean, the the role that a psychic plays, I mean, doesn't really line up with, you know, real real things that we can use, tangible things that we can use in an investigation. Like, it might be able to provide us, you know, a, a lead here and there, but then you gotta you got to ask yourself, there's no real way to validate the services of a psychic. Mm-hmm. Well, and I suppose that kind of stuff doesn't quite hold up, say, in the court of law. Hey, you need to go check out Billy's house. Okay, <laughs> so let's go to Billy's house, yeah, and a court of law isn't going to allow us to come in right. and search I his mean, home unless he allows yeah, us. Yeah, if, if a psychic home. tells us that somebody's been kidnapped and where you know they're kidnapped and stuck in somebody else's basement, a judge is not going to sign that warrant. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, I could see that being so. Anyway, judge, <laughs> I mean, psychic says. Yeah, I mean, wrong reading. Yeah, I got word from a psychic that Brandon's got an illegal meth operation <laughs> in his basement, right? <laughs> and I look it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe an illegal donut operation. <laughs> so yeah, I think I I think that we need a warrant. Yeah, gotcha. I think we need to go in there and check it out. Okay. Yeah. Question but, from the public. Yeah. Seat belts for kids, car seats. Sure. If what are the the laws on that? You know that's pretty basic, actually. If you are under the age of eighteen, and if you are anywhere within the vehicle, you have to have your seatbelt on. Um, it's uh, an offense of which a person can be stopped for in it by itself if the person in your car is under the age of eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, for the most part, everyone in the car should be wearing their seatbelts. But if you are uh, 18 years old, if you are under the age of 18, yeah, you have to make sure you're wearing your seatbelts. What, what are the laws on the car seats, though? Uh, if you're uh, f- under 40 pounds, you're going to want to make sure your kids are in a car seat. Okay. Um, and then it also goes along with the same thing as under the age of five, you should be looking at having them, you know, perhaps in the back seat. Um, and then, of course, if you're under the age of 18, anywhere in the car, no matter where you're sitting, make sure you're wearing that seatbelt. What if you don't have a back seat? Ooh, if you don't like like the old-fashioned single-cab yeah. pickup truck. Like my husband has a sports car that only has two seats. Well, then uh, you're going to be, uh, yeah, make sure you wear your seatbelt at all times. What about a five-year-old? A five-year-old? Well, then you're going to want to, of course... Uh, what if, what if, what if? No, no, just kidding. Can but, you tell uh, this is an argument my husband and I have? Uh, if you have a single front and passenger seat and you have a child, they should be placed in a car seat. Uh, you could do it in a front seat, but okay. you're going to want to make sure that uh, it is strapped in appropriately. Um, sometimes that can be a little difficult to figure out with some of these unique sports cars nowadays. But uh, He wouldn't get in trouble. No. Huh? Okay. No. All right. Just as long as he's got everybody buckled in appropriately, you'll be fine. Well, you just proved me wrong. So. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> I've been arguing with it. Plus, he, like sometimes he'll hop into a flower shop van because our family has a flower shop and they don't have any back seats in the van. Sure. So Michael will be in the front seat, and I just can't stand it. It drives me crazy. I think that's why they make the passenger airbag on and off too, because it's a yeah, lot. Yeah, that's his argument. Isn't it? Isn't yeah. it the airbag 
uh, for somebody small kind of, and maybe this not this isn't yeah. a law necessarily, but maybe just safe wise, you know, a five year old taking an airbag to the face is really its whole body. By far, they say the safest place for kids is, of course, in in the back seat. And yeah, some of our cars are even equipped to where once they sense some pressure on the seat, it automatically mm-hmm. will turn off that front airbag. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even further back yet, you even have some of the cars that are made before 19, I forget what the year is, but some of those cars don't even have seatbelts in them. Yeah. Really? So. Wow. I had a 69 Ford pickup that uh, didn't have seatbelts. Yeah. It did. Actually, it had, a, it had the driver and it had the passenger, but it didn't have any middle. So when there was four or five of us in that cab, it was... <laughs> You know, well, that's because back then we just popped in the back. We just shared seat belts <laughs> yeah. and threw a couple kids in the back. Yeah. Or, you, or you do the arm thing where you put your yeah. arm up over the kid when you start oh, yeah. slowing down. Good. That oh, was the airbag. Yeah. 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 I remember sitting on my grandpa's lap while he drank a beer and drove. Need me to hold that beer, Grandpa, while you make the turn? Um, <laughs> but uh, but it back was, to it was a different generation. <laughs> it was so different. Back, back to the car seat thing, and maybe you guys don't know this. I don't know if this is a law, but I remember when my kids were little, which wasn't too long ago, it was more by weight than necessarily age, right? Because every kid is a different size. Yeah, and, different. And the car seats are made by the weight of the, you know, okay, when they're. 40 pounds or less, I don't remember, so I'm making this part up. 40 pounds or less, they're in a rear-facing seat, and this seat here, X, holds up to, you know, because the plastic and the strength of the seat can only hold so much, I guess is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Then they even have, uh, there's height requirements to make sure that the yep. belt is positioned appropriately, and there's booster seats. You know, quite frankly, uh, what is it, NHTSA, National Highway Safety Administration, they have all of those recommendations, too, online if someone wants to do some research to make sure they're following within the guidelines. would be yeah. a my, wise thing to do. My son sits on a booster seat, but then sometimes his friends don't, and they're smaller than him. Well, everybody yeah. got their own family rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or like he'll get in the car with another family, and I'm like, do you have a booster seat for him, or should I grab his and... And one of my friends is like, oh, he can use the booster seat. You know, my son doesn't have to. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, are you serious? Yeah. You're like, we'll just, we'll just drive him separate Am I just being point. a maniac mother? No, I think you're being a concerned mother. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, I know. I think of it. I mean, there are a lot. Uh, so there are a lot of uh, parental issues that we run into in our line of work. But, uh, you know. Uh, a mother who cares too much is not really something that we have to deal with too often. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so you don't arrest helicopter parents? Not usually. Okay. There's few Unless things. there's a restraining order. <laughs> there are a few things in life Take that me really now. make me mad, like driving that really make me mad. You know, people who tailgate, people who just for some reason speed up and won't let you get over, just be a jerk. Those things make me mad. But what really makes me mad is when you're cruising and you look over to see who's next to you and it's just a family and they've got their, they're holding their kitty, standing <laughs> up with their hands on the dash. You're just like, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. But anyway, it, it happens. So the blizzard over the weekend, how was that? You know, we we had we had a f- few issues pop up in town, a few crashes, a few fender benders. Um, it sounds like it was a lot worse out uh, on the highways and in the county, though. As far as I saw in city limits, like it looked like a blizzard for about an afternoon, and then it just turned off, and then 
The next day, everything was dry as a bone. Yeah. But really windy still. Yeah, but really windy. But then you get outside of town, and you see these pictures of these giant drifts yes. and semis and trucks and, and cars in the ditch along the interstate. And yeah, you, you really do see why... You know, you can be in Rapid City and you can see that there's a no travel advised or the, that the interstate's closed. And you look at what's going on in Rapid City and you're like, Shh, I, this is fine. I can drive on the interstate, but it's mm-hmm. vastly different out yeah. there. Did you see the photographs out in Deadwood? No. Oh, no, I haven't oh, yet. There's just my, like a lot. massive amounts of snow. I, I was looking wow. at the totals. I mean, it was almost 20, 20 some inches of snow or something like 19 inches of snow up in mm-hmm. yeah. Leeding Deadwood. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Tasha and her mom were coming back from Moab uh, over the weekend and got stuck in Wyoming because all the all the roads were closed. Oh, so they no. had to take a detour through Nebraska. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I enjoy that way better. No. I Nebraska? Think, yeah. When you go through Wyoming so many times, it's just like so boring. <laughs> and it's the longest drive ever. But in Nebraska, you know, there's some scenery. That's that's quite the impressive claim to say that, that Nebraska is better than Wyoming yeah. for the Boy. scenery. I, mean, I think so. I mean, that says a lot about Wyoming, I think. Oh, man. Definitely it's in the bottom the five. the same thing over and over <laughs> in Wyoming. Sorry if you're from Wyoming. Yeah. yeah. Or I, I have I have friends from Wyoming, too, and they're the same way. They, they acknowledge this. Yeah, it's <laughs> tough. I had a friend that lives just east of Box Elder, in between Box Elder and New Underwood there on 1416, and the snapchat video i seen was just like it was like an apocalypse there was like Mm -hmm. six seven cars in the ditch and then he'd drive like 10 feet oh here's another three or four then there was fresh ones and he was it was like pretty much a slush at this point Mm -hmm. and he was driving through clear but it was like like armageddon there was just cars everywhere well based on what i saw from some of the shift summaries from the from the county side of things the sheriff's office you know they were they were really struggling to keep up with the number of crashes, and so they got help from not only the highway patrol, but they they called in some of the rangers from the Badlands to help out. Oh too. wow! So it was yeah. kind of an all hands on deck approach. Well, and I also noticed, and this is something that blows my mind, and maybe we can talk about this too. Is is I seen where uh, it looked like either a sheriff's car got rear-ended, or a search and rescue yep. vehicle got hit by a truck. I think there was some other. I mean, we're talking, okay, yeah, there's accidents, but oh my gosh, these are cars with flashing lights, Mm -hmm. you know, like, come on. Yeah, yeah, so the uh, sheriff's office did have a patrol unit that that did get struck, thankfully. There weren't, wasn't anybody hurt in that, and I believe I I saw a local volunteer fire department had put out that they had had one of their vehicles involved in an accident during the storm, too, so that's why it's critically important to slow down, you know, try to maintain as much visibility as, as you can by making sure that your window is clear of ice and snow <laughs> that you know if 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 it helps to drive with your lights on take every, every every action that you can to increase your situational awareness when mother nature really isn't uh, cooperating with you i think it still blows my mind on a good clear day no weather nothing involved and I'll use 44 as the example because I live out in the valley, so I drive that back and forth a lot. And a sheriff's office or a police officer will have somebody pulled over, and people still don't get over. Right. It's like, is it really too much out of your day to just change lanes? Yeah. Really? Well, should we clarify the move over law? You know, yeah, basically uh, I was that's what I was uh, going through my mind as well, is, is that if you do see an emergency vehicle, and not even just an emergency vehicle, let's just say it's uh, a tow truck for that matter with flashing amber lights, uh, one of the first things you're going to want to do as a motorist is give them, please give them some extra room. 
you never know when they might uh, step out into traffic or, you know, something would say the wind would catch their hat or something silly like that, which could lead them out into your lane of traffic. First off, please slow down below the posted speed limit. Move into the uh, the furthest lane of traffic from them, and then uh, yeah, drive around them with caution. But uh, what you don't want to do is just hammer down and keep on going, which unfortunately sometimes we see. Well, that cop's busy. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, a lot of people. Uh, I would say it's still somewhat kind of a newer law because that law wasn't in effect when I uh, started policing back in the early two thousands. But um, I would say it's probably a ten or fifteen year law now. It's been on the yeah. books. To, yeah. If you see a, if you see an emergency vehicle, an ambulance, or a tow truck, or anything, or even like I said, a tow truck or another car for that matter on the side of the road with its ambers flashing, slow down, give them as much room as you can, and then uh, carry on about your business. Yeah. Damn. Yep. Move over as far as you can. If you can't move over, then slow down to at least twenty miles below the posted speed, speed limit. limit. Yeah. Yep. You got any interesting stories? Anything exciting happening? Uh, well, let's see. We're looking into. You want to? You want to talk yeah. about the one that we're looking into you know, right now? Uh, unfortunately, uh, this morning I ha- I'm going to have my hands a little bit busy. It's for <laughs> those that don't know, I am the uh, West Sector Lieutenant for Rapid City. Whoa! And which means that so the Rapid City area is divided by four different sectors. You have your North Side. You have your downtown area. You have your South Side, and then I'm responsible for the West Side of Rapid City. And uh, last night, uh, probably about 10 o'clock, I was uh, forwarded a Snapchat video of an individual in a black pickup truck just really tearing up the uh, Sioux Park uh, soccer field. <laughs> so it sounds like they really did quite the number of, da- quite the number of damage in the uh, Sioux Park soccer fields, a bunch wow. of tore up grass. It sounds like uh, we may have some leads on that that we're working this morning, but uh, wow, as sounds one like of the, fun. Uh, but uh, well, was that mad about a soccer game? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's something we're gonna have to look in this morning, see exactly what took place, what happened. But sounds like they caused a lot of damage. Oh, and, wow, that's too bad. It's it's an unfortunate deal. Yeah. Why do people that's have to bummer. do that? Oh, the, look at the there's Get the video. It. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yep. Well, I hope it was worth it. Yeah, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder what the thought process there was. You know, like why? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. If, <laughs> yeah. if you're you doing watch, it, you're doing it in the middle of the day. There's you, cameras everywhere. You know, you're you. I watch that, and yeah, that's the first thing that goes through my mind is 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 why. Um, you know, and it's just a, a narration of the video is just uh, a pickup truck just turning cookies and throttle yeah. down for no good reason at all mm-hmm. out in the middle of the soccer field tearing up the grass and a public place of recreation so not cool well and not how much cool. money it's going to take to fix that i yeah, mean well you, yeah that's going to be having to be ripped all back up re-sodded redone i mean we're that's... looking at like a felony level of damage here oh no mm-hmm. wow yeah. and by the by the time that we're done i mean this this one event will uh you know impact many others i guess i don't know if mm-hmm. they had any soccer games planned or co- anything coming up right but just the overall inconvenience the danger that took place as far as having that take place and the amount of damage is just unfortunately uncalled for what a bummer well and it's even painted it's not like the it's, you're thinking soccer yeah. games 
games. I mean, they have yeah. the lines painted. Like, they do have soccer games playing there or practices. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. we'll, we'll get to the bottom of it. We'll get it figured out. And, uh, yeah, other than that. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else we had. We had the uh, we had the barricaded subject over here at yes. uh, the, the restaurant down there. I was the restaurant wondering what that was. Right just, just over there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that one started out. It was uh, the U.S. Marshals Service was serving a warrant uh, on an individual in that restaurant, and the individual had a gun on them, Whoops. brandished it, and then barricaded himself inside a, a, a back room. And so then it becomes a barricaded subject uh, situation, which is pr- which prompts a call to our special response team because that's what they train for. And so after probably about an hour and a half of, of t- trying to make contact with the individual, making contact, and negotiator actually working with the individual, he surrendered and came out That's peacefully. Scary. Yeah. But U.S. Marshal. Yeah. The what US is Marshal the U.S. Marshal? So the U.S. Marshal is, you know, a federal service that specializes in, they do a lot of a inmate lot of, transports. I have like yeah. Dog the Bounty Hunter in my yeah, head. Inmate transports as well as warrant, the federal warrant executions. And so if you've got a, a marshal's warrant, you know that uh, it's serious. Wow. These are the kind of guys that show up and they look cool. Like you see these guys on the movies. They're in a suit. They got the gun. <laughs> they got the badge. Like they like they look like they're like, hey, I'm whatever with the U.S. Marshals. And you're like, dang, <laughs> what's up, big boy? And if I if I understand it right, the new indoor football team is named after the Marshals. Yeah, that's so, so cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, kind of a tense situation there for about an hour and a half, but. Uh, honestly, when when we're in a barricaded subject situation like that, the one person who has the most control of the situation is the barricaded subject. Like their choices during the incident, you know, impact how it's going to end. Right. So the resolution that we're always working towards is the safest one, the one that comes with the individual surrendering, taking them into custody peacefully and nobody gets hurt. And that's that's our number one goal at the end of the day when it comes to a situation like that. Now, you know, I think there's this big misconception because you see the big, you know, armored vehicles and, you know, people always want to call them military style vehicles. Mm-hmm. And they're really not. I mean, would you call a, a Brinks truck military style vehicle? No. Nope. Just because it's got extra armor? Yeah. I'd no, call I'm it just payday. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but these are these are tools that are designed to keep everybody safe mm-hmm. in a higher risk situation. Obviously, an individual with a gun in a confined space, we can we can control that to a degree. Now, if you have somebody running around with a gun, you know, an active shooter, that's not the time that you call out the the, the SWAT team. You would actually you you know rely on patrol resources which are going to be there to swoop in you know as fast as possible and eliminate the threat if it needs to be gotcha i I saw a new video come out just here recently want to talk about that what's that a music video (laughs) yeah perhaps did you share it did (laughs) you like it did you share it i i think (laughs) i hit the like button so yeah you guys were like hey the guy singing this video is probably the fastest guy we've seen in evoc training (laughs) (laughs) Uh, not only a good good singer, but also also mean on the yeah. streets. <laughs> you should see me when the cops aren't looking. You should. No, I'm just kidding. Wait, was that you, was that your truck? That we no, saw? it was not. No, but actually, we uh, speaking of like uh, driving crazy uh, this week, we're asking people for an open mic, and we're asking if the world was to end tomorrow, what would you do? Hmm. What would I do? 
I would probably hang out with the fam. What else is there to do? Just kick yeah. back, relax, hang out with the fam, take it in. No race car driving? No race car driving. Maybe go to Angus store. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of getting excited for that, yeah, too. That's right around that. the corner. <laughs> yeah. Maybe do some wake surfing. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's that's a good way to spend the last few days. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to – mine's not exciting either. Uh, you know, just hang out with family and – uh, maybe maybe take the side by side out and enjoy nature one last time. Nice. Yeah. You wouldn't try to survive. Well, it depends. Like, how is the world ending? You just said ending. Like, yeah, yeah. it's, it's everybody's last. But day. what if? Yeah, are we talking? See, z- I would get are, a tractor and start digging a hole. Are, are we talking zombie apocalypse? Are we talking asteroid? Are we talking like Yellowstone eruption? Do you so tra- <laughs> we're splitting hairs? Do you <laughs> drive out? What's that place that's uh, south of Rapid City, uh, near like Edgemont, where they have all those bunkers? Oh yeah, you can maybe Ooh, take you can the maybe, fam there. You can yeah. maybe like buy one of those up yep. really quick. Get one of those real quick. See my my it's end of the shot. world. My end of the world thing. Do you think if hey it's going to end tomorrow, cops probably going to let everybody just run amok, and so <laughs> I'm going to go steal? I would honestly, if they would let me, I would sign on a dotted line. I'll buy this sports car you betcha i will <laughs> and uh and then just go hot rod it around i want to just go have some fun set up a little course you know through town i would also race course. try to get a flight on the blue origin you know? why not there take you a go. little flight yeah. maybe blue that origin. maybe that could help me I don't, I don't know if you can organize that overnight but yeah hijack the blue origin <laughs> there, there you go <laughs> but that's that's it right there grand yeah. theft spacecraft And and, and finally, the question from the five-year-old, have you seen Sonic 2? Yes. You did? I did. Isn't it good? I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I'm of that uh, 90s generation that grew up with Sonic the Hedgehog. The Sega Genesis was the first system I ever owned, and it came with a copy of the original Sonic the Hedgehog. That is cool. You know, when they came out with the last Sonic movie, I was pretty excited for that. And then they came out with the second one, and he's got Tails and Knuckles, and yeah. Did you wait till the end of the credits? Yes. Ooh, so Shadow's Mm -hmm. coming to the next one. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. But, yeah, very good. I thought Jim Carrey did a great job. He's awesome, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, and you obviously haven't seen it? No, I haven't saw Sonic. I'm Have you seen you. Encanto yet? No. <gasps> I'm with you on that one. <gasps> no. What's no. up with you guys? <laughs> no. I haven't. Have you guys seen Dog, the movie about a dog with Channy Tatum? No. That no. sounds... It's a, it's a really good a movie, real thing? actually. It's I haven't a, seen it. It's a movie about a veteran and a, a trained dog that went over on service anyway but i won't ruin the movie but that's what it's kind of about but yeah no um the one i enjoyed actually since we're talking about the end of the world have you guys seen don't look up no on netflix it's uh it basically takes the concept of you know some astrophysicists discover a comet that is on a direct collision course with earth right is this Mm. a true story no no okay but you remember the movie idiocracy did you ever see I that one? Yeah. I don't know if I've yeah. seen it, though. Okay, so <laughs> scratch that part. But it's basically an interpretation of how modern society would deal with that news, right? Based on what we saw with the pandemic, right? So you would have all this science saying, like, we know that this comet is going to hit at this specific time and it's going to destroy the world, right? 
Nobody wants to give it any airtime. Nobody wants to give it any consideration. Nobody wants to take it seriously oh. until they can actually look up and see it in the sky heading towards us, at which point it's already wow. too late. Too late, yeah. And so it's just a, it's a really good movie. It's It's got its funny moments, but it's also got its kind of hard-hitting, like, this is where we're at as a society sort of <laughs> moment. Yeah. yeah. But I would I would encourage you to watch it. I think you both would enjoy it. Oh, yeah, I'm going right. to go watch it now. Don't, What's it called? Don't, don't look, look up, up on Netflix. Don't After I'm up. done with Better Call Saul. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Did you see the latest one? I'm re- re-watching the last season. All right. Because I can't remember anything. That's good. <laughs> All is right. that it? Is that what you get? That's it. Yeah. Till next time. Citizens Arrest is hosted by Amy Rose, Brandon Jones, Brendan Medina, and Lieutenant Mosier. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment. Affirmative.